welcome to, I believe this is episode 23 of Cast Protection. Cast Protection is a podcast that discusses the Netflix original series Stranger Things. My name is Jonathan Kreitz, and I am joined by Dave Atterbury. What's up, friends? And Chris Tyler. Hey, y'all. You can reach us at castprotection at gmail.com or at castprotection on Twitter, and we have a Facebook group. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. So, it's been a long time, guys. Yes, yes, it has. Yes. Life. Sum up what you've been doing since we last recorded. Uh, Chris, you go first. <laughs> I got married. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We're very happy. So. Awesome. Yeah. Married bliss. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that sucked up a lot of a lot of my time, but I have more free time now <laughs> to continue podcasting. Now that all that stuff's go. out of the way. Yeah. The get back to the important things. That is right. <laughs> Dave, how about yourself? Uh, we've been doing good. We've uh, we're all moved into our new house and settled in, and uh, kind of got a routine going. And so, you know, we're just buckled up and ready for the holidays to hit. So, oh, yeah, you know, Christmas time is here, which is always fun with kids. So it, it is. It it's is still fun as an adult with no kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. No yeah. Good times, yeah. No, we're having a good time. We're we're doing good. How about you guys? How's how's everything in Texas? Oh, good. I mean, um, I think we are all ready for the school semester to come to a close here this next Wednesday. Um, yes. But I'm my office is actually going to shut down. I think I I think next Wednesday is my last day of work for the year. Nice. And nice. we open back up. I want to say January third or fourth. Oh, so awesome. I'll have I'll have some work to do from home, but I think everyone is just on a mad dash to get to next Wednesday, and we'll be sitting pretty. All right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. There's nothing quite like that end of the year break if you can get. It. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I do not we uh, that, unfortunately, but whatever. Yeah, I know. This is a th- that was definitely an appeal to us to, uh, to go into the company I'm at pre or at right now. I mean, at previous jobs, I've. I mean, we've, the office has been open on Christmas Eve a full day even. I mean, like it, yeah, definitely had to work a lot of the holidays in the past, but it's a perk at this place for sure with the holiday schedule we have. Nice. Yeah, we're having a, our big Christmas party. Our corporate Christmas party is actually going to be in Galveston over the weekend. It's overnight. So it's going to be like Saturday, Sunday. And mm-hmm. it's wife and kids, the whole family's going. It's nice. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Galveston's awesome. uh Galveston's a, a big island just south of Houston on the Gulf Coast. So cool. It's a fun, fun place to go. Alright. So yeah. Well we're we decided that we needed to we've been talking about getting back together to recording sooner rather than later, but what really instigated this episode tonight was the teaser visi- uh, video that dropped. I'm trying to think, was it earlier this week or was it late last week? Uh, I should look that up real quick. Last week, I thought. I, I, I think it might be a street anymore. I know, dude. It all is flowing <laughs> together. Um, sorry, I should have looked that up beforehand. But there's a, a new teaser for Series 3 
of Stranger Things, basically Stranger Things 3. Mm-hmm. And very similar to with Series 2, they have... Um, it's basically just the intro title music with the new episode titles. And uh, like I said here in the notes, uh, it's so silly that just a a bed of music and what adds up to it, I counted, I think it's just 26 words to get me pumped, but it did. It did. (laughs) Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So why don't one of you guys uh, read us the episode titles? Oh, I do not have them in front of me. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I got it. I got it. I can read them. Okay, episode, or I should say season three episode titles. Here we go. We have Susie, do you copy? We have the Mall Rats, the case of the missing lifeguard, the sauna test, the source, the birthday, the bite, and the battle of Star Court. Nice. All right. So that's only eight. That's only eight. So yes. we've gone back down from nine from last year, last time. Right. I want to say last year, but was it just last October? It was the, last the... October. It's been okay. uh, a year and two it's months. It's been yeah, that long, and then it's going to be, I don't think the series is going to go back into life in like July, June or July. I don't know if they've announced yet. Yeah, I don't think they've, have they said yet when it's officially coming it's back? It's summer, so I'm going to assume it's going to be right in the, the thick of the mm. summer. Okay, so that actually might play into, so what basically what we're going to do is we're going to discuss... Whether or not you know we have any ideas about what these episode, episode titles could be, and I scoured a few interesting theories from the Stranger Things subreddit. But one of the things I did not put in the notes, but maybe this makes sense with the timing of the season, is that some people were suggesting that the birthday is actually Independence Day. Oh, and it's it's July Fourth, America's birthday, which if 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 they're doing a like summer. That. You know, a summer style season that could be. Uh, yeah. That's a very, yeah, very right. plausible theory. Yeah, because last season, obviously, we had the, the Halloween and it came out at Halloween. So, cool. So, first impressions of the titles. What does anything stand out to you guys? I know uh, before I hopped on, you said you were having, you were kind of reviewing the season two titles and, you know, had some thoughts about how that might or might not actually uh, play into this. So, yeah, the uh, and Dave brought it to our attention. Uh, season two, when they did the little teaser, uh, they dropped nine episode titles, but uh, only uh, about two and a half of those really panned out to be actual episode titles for season two. So yeah. it beggars the question: Is are they playing the same game here with season three? Oh, wait a minute, I misunderstood you when you told me that earlier. I thought you meant that only a couple of them meant anything in the season. You're saying only a couple of them actually the ended actual up being titles. titles. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, only two of them, I think. The right? Pumpkin right. Patch and the Polywog and Mad yep. Max. And yeah, those, those three. Those that three, was it. and then the Lost Brother was, was the, the Lost Sister. Lost Sister. Ah, yeah. shoot. So. Yeah, and so looking at this this list right here, a lot of them start with the, and I know like in in the in very short titles, the something, the something, and last season the fake titles, most of them, that's how they were. They were, so like your theory of the birthday being like Independence Day, I totally, you, you know, see that swapped in there. 
Right, and, and you know, and I can totally see why they would want to like maybe hide the title Independence Day as the birthday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm sure I'm sure there's hidden, and that's the thing. Looking back, Chris and I kind of did some pre-recording before Jonathan got on, and we were looking at that old video, and there was hints in each title of things that came in the other one. They all seemed to relate somehow to themes of the season, or like like in the case of the Lost Brother, it was actual. A sneaker it was actually the lost sister so you know looking at this for sure i mean there's a lot of i mean the bite the source you know i mean that's real i'm sure that's the kind of thing it, you know in hindsight it'll make sense but i i like i mean like the battle of star court's easy because you know that that mall video kind mm-hmm. of um you know that kind of conjures up images, but like yeah, the case of the missing lifeguard—that's the one that I keep like my keeps pulling my eyes. Is you know, is one of I don't know. Like, well, and that also kind of lends itself to an uh, like a summertime setting, and even kind right. of the mall rats, you know, just spending the summer, you know. Well, and I was just looking up while we were talking, like what the summer '84 movies were. Yeah. You know, because oh wait, I'm sorry, I, I '85 go, summer '85. I tapped that on. Let's just take a look here. Like, what what was eighty five? I know Goonies was in there, right? Well, wasn't uh, and I think uh, yeah. Back Back to the Ooh. Future had to be soon, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Back to the Future is in there. Rocky Four, Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. Um, now it's interesting. We talk about Independence Day because that's my childhood memory of the Goonies. Is I remember we went to see it at the theater and coming out into the mall parking lot because I went to see it at one of those mall theaters you know it was 85 <laughs> and um, the fireworks were going because it yeah. was 4th of July so on 4th of July that's when I saw the Goonies so, man what a good 4th of July yeah mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah so weird science is in there that would be one I could see <laughs> type of strange things I don't know about Santa Claus the movie that's a little uh, more uh, yeah. but uh yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I, and I think it'd be kind of fun too because I just feel like, you know, last one we had that whole Halloween tie in, you know, with the pumpkin mm-hmm. patch and it was actually Halloween and they got to dress up and that was, that was fun as kind of a sub like theme of the season. Uh huh. Um, I think it would be really cool to do like a Stranger Things where it's like a summertime adventure. Yeah. You know, especially with like the Goonies being one of the movies that would be out at the time and kind of, you know, the kids would be maybe into that or not so into that. Who knows? You know, <laughs> maybe they'd kind of laugh at it since they're, they have. Their well, own. I, I think, I think, uh, I think when we last recorded, we joked about that, that, yeah, that if the, if they're going to acknowledge the Goonies, it might be, then they're like, ah, oh, that we did, we did way worse things than that or way more <laughs> dangerous things than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, yeah. And I, and I wonder, I wonder how much will be like, um, like overt references, kind of like how the Ghostbusters, the kids all dressed up last time, mm-hmm. you know, versus like the first season where we had all that great E.T. homaging going on, but they weren't talking about E.T. the movie. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I wonder if we'll get some of that. I, I wonder which kind of 80s referencing we'll get in this one. You know, if it'll be the, we're living in the 80s or we're like, you know, or we're paying homage to the 80s. You know, yeah, kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's just, what I'm, that's just what I'm thinking about reading these episode titles. But 
Yeah, I mean, there's not much to go on here. It's it's all conjecture. I yeah, I didn't even think to go back and look at the previous ones, so that's cool that y'all did. I didn't know that uh, so few of those ended up being actual, you know, episode titles. So that's really interesting. Yeah. So some something else that's come out recently, and this is just a little side ta- tangent because I never picked it up yet. But is this Amazon? Uh, I'm on Amazon. It's the Stranger Things World Turned Upside Down, the official behind-the-scenes companion hardcover book. Yes. I have not looked into that yet. I so it's really it, it's made to look like a, like a like a really tattered and worn copy from like a used book sale, you All know. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's basically like it really is like a like kind of a, like a behind-the-scenes making of book I guess from the first two seasons and I guess there are some clues into that apparently mm-hmm. there's like a Morse code like a Ooh. page of Morse code that like you, when you people translate trans- you, you translate it but even then it's like these episode titles it's a, it's very opaque and like you don't really know what it means but I'm sure once we see the new season you know, yeah. it'll it'll make yeah. sense in hindsight type thing. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know that there that may or may not be under my Christmas tree. So, <laughs> uh, I'm uh, I'll be excited to check that out. That's cool. Um, yeah, allegedly. If y'all if, if y'all have never gone the the subreddit for Stranger Things is pretty good. It's not it's not n- like the scope of it in terms of how many posts there are or how many people are on it. It's nothing compared to like the Game of Thrones or yeah. or, the, or any of those other ones where people are just like or even like I was on the Twin Peaks subreddit like a maniac when mm. uh, the, the revival was on two summers ago um, just kind of like parsing every episode to death. I don't think it's quite that detailed, but there's some people really getting deep on their theories about this new season. So... Let me just let me just go through a few of these and just yeah. maybe give me your initial like oh man that would be awesome or uh man that's okay or please got, got anything but that let's <laughs> so the first one is that with the closure of the gate in the Hawkins lab that maybe the threat facing our kids and L will be more external so think like Russian spies coming to get L. And I don't know, I've, there was a rationale behind that theory that maybe had something to do with the book, or maybe had something to do with yeah. something else. They had an idea of why. There was some sort of rationale behind the theory, and I don't really remember why, but that one kind of stuck out to me. What would you guys think about, about that? It sounds fine to me. I, look, with what they dropped at the end of Season 2 with the Mind Flare and then the gate closing, I think jumping right back into that larger story arc would be a detriment um especially i mean this one's taking place now again the kids are all another year older it's taking place during the summer so they're probably not going to be in school so you know there's going to be more time for them just to to deal with uh everything else that's going on but i it would make sense with the time period and with oh yeah you know because we saw the the political signs in the second season you know the the uh the Mm -hmm. reagan and, and mondale signs um oh yeah and yeah now, I mean. so he would have been sworn in by this point so that you know that last gasp of 80s of the, of the cold war in the 80s would be kind of right at the uh, the forefront of everybody's 
thoughts. Oh yeah, sure. So yeah, the last it would, four it years. would make yeah. sense, you know. Oh, yeah. Dave, didn't you say that Rocky Four came out that summer? Oh yeah. Well, so yeah. Rocky ends the Cold War in eighty, the summer of eighty five. Certainly so. did. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking. Yeah. I mean, that's that that right there is an easy one, and like, um, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's it's. I remember like. The Russians were the bad guys in like every movie back then. Well, I was gonna you say know? that way it like, actually would tie in. You know, if they're gonna, you know, homage '80s genre movies, you know, you're right. Russian yeah. spies were in lots of even yeah. movies that, you know, I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it, even in the first season, I mean, that was like you know, Mike's parents immediately. That was the first thing they went to. You know, oh yeah. Talk about the Russians, and you know, we're loyal people, and you know, and there's. And it's funny because I, rem- I remember growing up in that time period, you know, I, I mean, obviously as a, as a young kid, I wasn't political, but I remember it was almost as a child, you felt like it was kind of like a, just kind of like a, you know, it was like a sports rivalry, you know? Yeah. USA, USSR, you know, it was just, this, it was always this competition with us, with the Olympics and everything yeah. else. And it was yeah. like, you know, so, but remember too, like, um, when we see all the flashbacks to when Eleven was learning how to use her powers, uh, that's they, what they were using her for. Yeah, they were using her for straight up spy work. So it would be kind of cool because it would kind of bring the Eleven story and her powers and everything less from the supernatural X Men realm we got in season two back to mm-hmm. more of the kind of the shop Firestarker yes. type mm-hmm. version, you know, in season yeah. one, which I think would be kind of fun. You know? Well, if like they some if there was somehow some blowback for her. If they somehow, I don't know. Yeah, there was some blowback for her spying or something that Brennan had done or something like that that right. came back to affect them now. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah it'd, be, it'd be a neat way to kind of bring the threat back of, you know, because, like, you see the end of season two, you know, Elle was, you know, she was pretty Dark Phoenix. Like, she was real powerful. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and unless we're going to go full on like mutants, you know, her versus other people with similar superpowers Which is definitely a possibility. Is a possibility, but another way to like be able to have a threat that um, that would I think would be plausible would be to like a spy threat, like a legitimate like you don't know who your friends are. You know what I mean? Because obviously sure. she she could jack anybody with her powers, but if your best friend happens to be a you know a spy, then you kind of gets into that whole mind games thing and, you know, it could, could, um, be a way for them to go without, you know, having to like escalate, like, you know, I've got even more superpowers. I've got even more superpowers, you know? Sure. Sure. So it's just another way they could go with it. Yeah. I don't think we want to, you know, turning into like a super battle or superhero battle in the streets, you know, is what you're saying. Yeah, not at this point. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, and it might be kind of neat, you know. Well, and especially, like, if, you know, I mean, you know, like, the, the idea that, like, I mean, look at Rocky Four as the analogy, right? Okay, we got the whole East versus West, you know. What if we come up with the Russian version of Eleven, you know? Oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, there's some, like, another, an, you know, a real legitimate threat, you know, and Ivan Drago with psychic powers. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. You know, Right, so you know that could be kind of you know kind of get back into scanners type territory, you know that could be kind of neat. So, so maybe maybe yeah. that would be okay. That wouldn't be a, a disaster to take it that way if they did it in a cool way, basically. 
Yeah, no, no I, I don't think so. I mean, because again, like those, that's very eighties movie to me. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know? I agree. Like, so, um, well, and I, and it's funny because like I, while we've been talking too, like, and I, I'm, I, dear listeners, I'm looking at Jonathan's notes because he's the only one that writes notes, and good for him. <laughs> but I have, and I'm also looking at the the movie list for eighty five movies, and there's a couple of options coming up here that that. Um, or spark in my brain and I think uh, Christopher Tyler will know exactly what I'm thinking about so one of the other 1985 movies in the top 25 Life Force ooh Space Vampires Space Vampires well, one of the titles they gave was called The Bite right okay that would sauna be Sauna Test yeah like Sun Sauna Test mhm 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 mm well so, and also uh, and Fright Night was up there too just oh. a few spots away Okay. So, you know, it's first at first when, when I looked at Jonathan's note and I was like, vampires? I don't know. But then I'm like looking at these eighties movies and I'm like, Mmm Space so, Vampires. I don't know. So, so there was a whole like yeah, what you're getting at is that yeah, one of them is called the bite one of them's called the sauna test, like meaning you like what if they're vampires or somehow and that's a yeah. way to tell who is who is undead or who is not or something like that. Um, I, I don't... Honestly, this one was kind of a... Uh, to me. Right. But, because but. there's no coming... I mean, at least in traditional vampires, if, like, let's say the town or something, I don't know, or some of the main cast started becoming vampires or some right. monster, vampire-like monster, maybe not like vampire, well, yeah, something that, like that. That was my thought was, because I, I, hasn't it been confirmed, guys, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that they said that the Mind Flayer will be back? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. You don't I think drop, so as well. You don't drop that yeah. tease at the end of season two. Right, so, so, and maybe that's the new way, because, you know, we saw what happened with, uh, <clears throat> with Will at the end of season one, yeah, maybe maybe part of the threat coming back, you know, is a is a plot where it's spreading more like a plague rather than, you know, in this last one it grew up from underground and it was more of a, a biological infestation or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, what I mean? like more of a sickness, yeah, it's like an virus. infection, an infection, yeah, right. And maybe this one is going to get past more closer to what we would call like. You know, quote unquote vampire style. Yeah. Or, or zombies. Zomb exactly. Oh yeah. So another one. Return of the Living Dead was another. Uh, okay. Maybe we're going down the movie rabbit hole too much, but I'm just. Well, to, you know. I think what led people, at least on the Reddit thread, what was getting people thinking zombie possibility is kind of like you were saying. Maybe it's not like maybe there will be some sort of like infection type thing from the upside down. That is somehow getting the people in Hawkins. And they have already dropped the one teaser of Steve working at the mall and 80s mall culture being a, you know, significant part of this mm. season. That while one of the most famous send ups of mall culture and consumerism and everything else is, is Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> right. Uh, so maybe that will play into it somehow. Maybe there'll be. Maybe there'll be like an assault on precinct thirteen type oh, Alamo yeah. situation at the mall. Um, hence nice. the title Battle at Starcourt. So that was that was definitely a very popular theory on the subreddit for sure. 
that's gonna be a real title because you wouldn't have done that promo video and then also put the the name of the place in one of the in the teams. Right. I kind of think so as well. Well, here's here's a question I have for you guys, just thinking kind of in broader terms. Like, when I mean, you think about the first two seasons and how the story arcs kind of played out from beginning, middle to end through the episodes, do you think that this third season, you know, and I'm also thinking about other television shows and how they tend to do their stories and story arcs and season versus season. Do you think they're going to spend a lot of time in this upcoming season, like kind of having the beginning be more regular life and then things slowly ramp up again. And then by the end, we're in crazy wild adventure mode, you know, with fights with monsters and standoffs. So do you think they'll get into it faster than the other seasons? I don't know. I, I think, I think, they'd be doing the characters a disservice if they didn't show all the kids having normal kid time with Elle right. actually being able to be a normal kid. And, yeah. would, and and just from a logistical point of view, it would, it would allow them to advance her character to where she's not, you know, speaking like E.T. anymore. It, Got which it. I'm sure is as for the, for the act for Millie Bobby Brown herself is probably going to be huge, you know, you could just play well, when was, um, a kid. Snowball was was December, right? Yep. Okay, so we're jumping from Christmas of 84 to summer of 85. Yeah. So we're going to get at least a six-month time jump, maybe yeah. maybe maybe five months at the least, right? Yeah. But so, so we'll have enough time that some, like she could be talking better. And, and yeah, not... well, she would, have been, she would have been out of the Upside Down for a little over a year and a half by that point. You right. Know? So that's, I mean, that's pretty significant. I mean, she's not stupid. She knows how to speak and everything, but it's just right. learning the social graces and that kind of stuff. If you're around kids your age all the time, you're going to pick up on oh, yeah. social cues. To, but I mean, yeah, but, mouth breather. <laughs> but so, like, okay, so let's just take it from, a, like, you're in the writer's room. Like, so let's say, like, you think two episodes of, like, mostly normal stuff's enough for it to, like, suddenly ramp up pretty quick? Two well, I mean, uh, I, even in the prior seasons, though, they sprinkled in the the extreme or you know the the crazy parts of the story right into the main part. I mean, the very first oh, sure. episode, sure. you know, has a demogorgon taking Will. So I think it's they're gonna. I think they just salt and pepper it into the first couple episodes right. as it builds. You know, there'll be some weird hook in the first episode though that sets like where the season is going you know what i mean yeah 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 well i just i'm kind of thinking like you know the first one there was a lot of flashbacks you know kind of explaining l and you know sure. it's kind of a the first season is kind of a slow burn and it was it good. Is. a lot of, a lot of characterization second one kind of i think you know kind of like really picked up second half you know what i mean yeah basically like you know and then but then it kind of did that thing where they kind of artificially kept L away from everybody for the whole season. They didn't hook up to the end. Sure. Um, I just, I don't know, I'm just, I was just curious, like, I'm just wondering if it'll, like, kind of, um, I don't want to say get into it faster, but I just wonder if they'll be able to kind of vary up or speed up with the, how they kind of get into it more. That's, I don't know. It may, it may be, because they, they cut the episode number back from nine to eight. Mm-hmm. And, All right. It seems like 
I mean, we've already talked about the issues people have had with season two. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think there'll be any fat on the season, if that's what you mean. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, eight hours of TV is a good chunk of time to oh, tell yeah. your story. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm also wondering, like, if the story's going to go big or if it's going to stay small. You know, the first two seasons did a really good job of, like, other than Elle's misadventures in, um, where'd she go again? Is it Philadelphia? Where did she go? I can't even remember now. Yeah, other than the one episode, like, the, 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 oft, the often mentioned, you know, um, maligned episode where she left, you know, they pretty much stayed in Hawkins. I'm just wondering if they're going to, if this is the season where they'll kind of get out to a bigger thing if not you know and maybe I don't know I I, if it's going to stay contained if the idea I wonder if the show is going to be like I just now I guess I'm thinking about like Stranger Things and the whole story if it's going to be like you know the adventures of the crazy town of Hawkins or if it's ever going to go outside of that or not I I would be more inclined to think it's going to stay in in the area that we know and that's just the way it is yeah yeah no, and I'm fine with that. I, I think I like that more. I'm just curious, to, you know, just curious about what, what, what directions it might go. I'm, I'm kind of hoping there'll be a touch of what I think really sets season one apart was like the what is going on type mystery part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, I don't know what is happening. How is she talking to the sun over the you know, over the phone and through the lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, like, that kind of, like, mystery slash wonder aspect to it. And there was some of that in season two, but it was a little more sinister, because it's like, what the hell's going on with Will? Mm-hmm. And in fact, he's, like, turned on them, you know? Yep. Um, well, and yeah. uh, so maybe in the new season, if they could introduce, you know, reintroduce an aspect of more mystery to it, or... You know, I think that could be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they kind of have to. I think um, not so much because it's what they've done before, just because I think, again, because L is still around, you know, because you essentially have this friend that is, you know, uh, like Jean Grey, um, you know, there's not much that you can threaten her with, you know. Sure. So if it's a mystery and you don't know what to do, then it helps build more suspense, you know, again, because it's like, you know, like if we get into the spy story and we don't know, all of a sudden we realize we can't trust everyone and you have to spend multiple episodes trying to figure out who you can trust and who you can't, you know, it keeps her from being able to just walk into a room and blow everybody up with her mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I think mystery, yeah, will have to be like a, probably a keystone of the next of well of, of the story period just plus I think it's I think it's kind of at the point where it's a hallmark you know I don't want to say it's like a trope but it's like I think it's part of what the the mix of what makes Stranger Things Stranger Things you know like I loved that in the second season I loved how that that moment where Hopper first went down underground mm-hmm. you know and you you know and you realize oh crap <laughs> like you know what I yeah. mean like it's spread underground that was awesome oh yeah you know what I mean those kind of moments, I think that's that's or, what you uh, want to be shooting for. Yeah. Or when Will says, "No, he likes it cold." You're like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and so I, I don't know. I, I guess that's what I was saying. Like, I, I just when I was asking about like whether you think they'll um, 
slow burn it again or whether they'll kind of get into it faster. I guess that's probably part of that same question, you know, is how much mystery will there be and how long will it take the characters to figure out what's going on? Um, yeah. You know, so. Dang it. It's going to be forever since until this show comes out. <laughs> it is. Man. Good thing we don't have any movies to watch till then, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm, uh, yeah. Oof. I know, it's funny. We just, we binge watched it the other day again, just like purely on accident. My son just, just fired it up on a Sunday, and the next thing we knew, we blew through the entire season two again. Nice. Wow. It's funny. That's yeah. cool. All right, let me pull up this last. Uh, uh, see if the, I'm going to skim through this. See if it's worth uh, <laughs> worth yeah. discussing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I thought it was like what what made me click on this is this guy's post. His uh, title was "My Final Theories About Season Three of Stranger Things." I'm like, your final theories? <laughs> we, we're still quite a ways off, but okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, he's he's big on the. There's going to be, you know, there's something wrong with the water, and that there's going to be some sort of like quote unquote zombie invasion. Mm. And I guess he basically one scoops ahoy, which was I guess the the teaser with Steve in the mall. Yep. Oh, said, right, right. He says, as you may know, the Duffers like to place clues in seemingly benign things like Dungeons and Dragons predicting about the Demogorgon getting well, or the Dragon's Lair game from Series 2 predicting that Lucas will end up with the princess, who's Max. So he's saying that the Scoops Ahoy video probably has some clue to it in that way, which Ahoy, he has in parentheses, I guess, meaning like nautical or water or something. I don't know, that's kind of a stretch to me. Maybe there is something there. And then he was the one who... Uh, he was the one who was saying about the Morse code clues in the World Turned Upside Down book, that there's one that says that says a trip to China sounds nice if you tread lightly. That's one of the Morse code phrases, I guess, translates to that. And so hmm. they're trying to discern what that could mean and... I don't know. It basically makes it sound like they think that something from the upside down, you know, either what they exercise from will or something else is still out there. And uh, the case of the missing lifeguard, I think, hints at that as well, which also relates to water being a lifeguard. So maybe there is going to be something. Maybe that's just because it's all going to be set in the summertime, or maybe there really is something connecting these all regarding uh, regarding the water. Hmm. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, last last time it spread under the ground, which was bad Mm -hmm. enough. Like, Mm -hmm. if it got in the water, that could be really gross too. Yeah, I mean that's that's why the the Joker's always trying to get to the reservoir and poison Gotham because it's a very effective way to poison the city. Well, it would be fun, man. That would be kind of, you know, in this one, you know, it was hidden under the ground most of the season, and then eventually all the dogs came up and what have you, but. That would be kind of, ooh, that would be kind of fun if the story was like, you know, the water gets poisoned and people start turning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and literally, like, it becomes like a zombie movie, like a, like a pod person, 
you know, type scenario. Yeah. It's like at any given moment, one of your friends could suddenly be not on your side anymore. Like um, Joyce. Right. <laughs> and it would be like, that would be like, that would, that could really ratchet up some tension, you know? And yeah. then like, and again, like you could escalate it pretty quick and, and then we could have into like the whole, like you were talking about earlier, like the stuck in the mall scenario, you know, all the people are outside basically zombified, you know, and, and, it would even raise the stakes too, because like you know, other than, or I said, uh, uh, instead of like in a regular zombie movie where you're just you know you're shooting zombies in the head because who cares because they're already dead, but you know if you're basically trying to run from the pod people and you can't shoot them because it is Joyce or Hopper, you know what I mean? If you yeah, don't yeah. want to kill them, you know, so that that would negate all of L's, you know, uh, mental kung fu right there, you know, yeah. because. Mm. Because and that could be really, um, you know, that could be kind of cool, you know. And then if it's like, and if it's a kid, if it's the kids stuck in the mall, and then it's kind of like a, like a dark universe Goonies story where it's like we're on a crappy adventure, um, you know, that could be kind of fun and scary. If, and if intense, people, you know? if people start turning, my vote is that Ted's going to be the one who turns first. <laughs> yes. Yes. That guy doesn't drink water. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Uh, look, all I know is we need to see Billy and uh, Karen get together. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be oh, so gosh. wrong. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I have not actually looked at the like. I don't know if IMDb has the up to date cast. I mean, he is in oh. the next season, right? I think He's so. I think okay. so. I hope so. He. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I, yeah, he was he was a good addition to the cast. Oh, something just struck me. We don't, oh, yeah. we don't really know why Max and Billy's family moved from California. And we don't really yes. know what their dad does, do we? Right, no. And he's pretty uh, by the book. Obsessively oh. so. Oh, I got I got a definitely like maybe like with the yes sir, no sir, I can't hear you type thing that maybe he was like had been in the More military, than military or, or police, or, yeah, but or been in Nam or something, but what if I think there might be more to the story there. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm feeling that too, not just that out loud. I I could see that. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's fun to guess, I mean, and think about it. Like y'all said, we might be wasting our breath if none of these actually end up being real episode titles, but there does seem to be some, you know, they something tying these to what will be in the new season I mean there was last time as well even if it wasn't like you know exactly what they ended up being but well, there were there were hints yeah. well uh, you know anticipation's fun you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, you know that's that's uh, it's fun it's never a waste of time to have fun speculating well and like I said yeah. it's, it's so silly just to hear that music and I don't know if it's a little bit different on that teaser it just feels like it the like the crescendo maybe is a little stronger on it or something. I or maybe I just was really feeling. I it, think but... they went back to the original version. Okay. Because the, the second season version, only because I've listened to it on vinyl way too many times. The second season version had that extra like sound effect when the yeah. two kind of came in. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah and, yeah. and I noticed in this video, at least in the, in, in the video that they posted on on Netflix's YouTube, that that was gone. It was back to the original season one theme which is awesome it's a killer very short piece of music i mean what's that like what is like a minute and a half long oh maybe maybe yeah i um 
I found a really good video of the of the the two guys that do all the music. Mm-hmm. So they they use only like analog synthesizers and loop machines and all that kind of stuff. And it's such like alchemy how they come up with a particular sound right. and track that when they in the video they were describing that when they landed on the sound for the for, for like the intro title, mm-hmm. they like they're like okay we can't you know they like they they refuse to even like touch any of the machines in case it would turn one knob you know a fraction of an inch that would throw off the oh. sound a little bit like that's how wow like like I said it's almost like alchemy or chemistry or something where it's like just yeah, very yeah. very kind of like you're just feeling it out until you get to the exact right sound oh but yeah it's, it's like a chemical chemical compound one, yeah. one drop too much or too less will change it you know? <laughs> yep yep oh, that's awesome no I, I love it I love it it got me into that whole that's how I found all that synthwave stuff you know oh and yeah I've kind, of, I've kind of fallen down that rabbit hole me too and um dude it's good I love it I love it well, yeah, well I, you have to share some with me afterwards cause I've I've listened to some but mostly I just like go go on YouTube and put like synthwave playlist yep. or something like that and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I've been, I, I do it that way. I, Spotify, I found a massive, like, 1,500-song playlist on Spotify. Holy moly. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll just hit shuffle on that bad boy, and whenever I find gems, I'll just add it to my own little personal playlist. And, yeah, right. that that's a big part of what I love about Stranger Things is the soundtrack, and I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to it. Um, you yeah, know, and actually, I, I was just going to point out to others, I don't know if anybody, it's, it's you know, it was fun at Halloween. They put out a special Halloween-themed Stranger Things album. Yeah, you can you can stream it or buy it, and it was like it was basically a it was supposed to be like a classic spooky music or scary sounds album. Okay, and I I used it on my porch on Halloween, and it scared the crap out of kids. So um, awesome! Highest recommendations. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, wasn't it called like Sounds from the Upside Down or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I saved it on Spotify, and and it was. I mean, it, it kind of creeped me out a little bit. It was nice. it was some spooky stuff. So it reminded me of some of the old cassette tapes I had as a kid <laughs> with spooky Halloween sounds and yeah. stuff. So it was it was fun. I was really glad they did that. So yeah, I uh, you know I never bought the original scores on vinyl, and then they were out of print for a while. But they're back in print now. You can get them because when they went out of print, they immediately the price like just like skyrockets. I'm like, well, I'm not buying that. Screw that. Right. But they're they're back in print now, so I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and, and go yeah. grab them. Yeah, they're worth it. They're worth that's cool. Good ones. Awesome. Well, that, that's all I had really for this episode, guys. It was mostly just an excuse to get back together yeah. and talk to you guys and catch up and absolutely. We'll have to to get together soon, but oh, yeah, more more commentaries coming soon. Yeah, yeah, we got a game plan that. Yep. Awesome. Well, like I said at the beginning, you can shoot us an email, castprotection at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook group. You can uh, check us out there. And uh, you can reach us on Twitter as well. We're very excited for Stranger Things Season 3. I always call it Season 3. You know, it's just, even though yeah. it's more like Series 3 or just Stranger Things 3, I think it's right. more probably accurate, but I just call it Season 3. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we're stoked for it. I think it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Can't so, wait. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll be back soon with uh, hopefully a commentary episode sooner rather than later. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of... Two True Freaks.